Books.com here, where we help you master your money. So we're going to go over this story. So my friend ripped me off. How do I financially recover? So I've been living in an apartment with someone I consider to be a very close friend of mine. We got a year lease, and for the first few months, everything was fine. About four months ago, she told me she was having money problems and asked if I could cover for her part of the rent. I've known this girl for years, so I said yes, like an idiot. And one month of covering for her turned into two, then turned into three. Finally, during the beginning of July, I put my foot down because I literally didn't have any more savings, and I said I can't cover for her anymore, and she needs to pay her portion this month, plus what she owes me or I'm taking legal action. She agreed and electronically paid me $2,800. $700 for each month she didn't pay, and I thought that was the end of it. This morning, I got back from work for to her being completely moved out of the apartment and a charge back on my account for $2,800. I frantically tried calling my bank, but since we use a third-party money app, they said to contact the app instead, which has so far been useless. I've been trying to get in contact with my roommate nonstop, but it appears I've been blocked on everything. She has a stepbrother whose number I have, but he hasn't returned any of my calls yet. I have no idea what to do and have been freaking out crying all morning. I live paycheck to paycheck and after covering rent for my roommate the past few months, my savings were all depleted. I desperately needed that $2,800 for bills, food, medicine, etc. And now it's all gone and I have less than $50 in my account. I feel totally cheated and scanned by someone I thought I could trust. I don't make enough on my own to pay the bills, so I'm really desperate as to what to do. So let's kind of like uh, break this situation down and whatnot. But first and foremost, for anyone in like a similar situation and all that, look at the fact that you're still at least alive because, you know, that's good, you know. Because as long as you're alive, you can still try to fix whatever issues you're dealing with. So just want to say that. So one thing's for sure, your uh, friend situation with this person is done. It's no longer existing, right? Like that bridge has been burned and this person will never be your friend basically ever again. Number two... You were a good person, but you were too good, obviously, for your own good. And number three, you're going to have to pursue legal action, right? Now, this is not going to be something that's easy to deal with. And the thing is, like, for this amount of money, for this type of situation, like, you will need to pursue some sort of legal action because, this can affect you in a very bad way because not only that because I don't I don't know what the situation is when it comes down to you know the whole rent situation the lease situation I don't know how that thing's structured and you might want to talk to a lawyer pro bono because obviously you can't afford anything but it might be a situation where she just can't actually just go and bail out 
Now, if this is like a really weird situation where, like, if she doesn't pay, you actually technically have to pay her rent, and that's something completely different. That's going to be very hard to deal with, but you're going to have to deal with it somehow. Like, you're going to have to somehow get the money together, work a crazy amount of hours, and potentially get someone to come in to, like, sublease or whatever, or just pay rent to help you out. Like, you're going to have to figure out a way to do it. But the good news is you're still alive and you can do this. You physically can do this. It's just going to be super hard. And honestly, it's going to be brutal. It's going to be very, very brutal to deal with all of this, right? Emotionally, mentally, and just financially, just on like a numbers basis. But really look at that lease agreement and like it might be a situation where legally she just can't bail out. But if it's a situation where you're held responsible completely, then you're basically screwed on the lease and you just got to do everything you can to try to get someone in there that would pay it. And also, you're just working more and more and more hours. Like, you really have, like, no other option. Like, you have to do that. But let's see. Let's keep going. And yeah, this person says paycheck to paycheck. And the thing is, like, there's really not a lot of good options in this situation. You're just going to have to basically not sleep, Right? Like, this is like a situation where the most likely scenario that will end up happening will be like something where you are probably going to be held 100% liable for the lease. So you're going to have to pay the rent for both of you, right? Until you get someone in there, hopefully quickly. Which means you are going to have to basically work two or three jobs if you're not already doing that. You're going to have to add another job on there. Basically, only eat top ramen, right? Or like that ramen that's like $2 for like 12 packs of it every single day for food, right? And only drink water bottles for a very long time until you get your financial situation a little bit better and probably move to a different area, right? Because this is a very stressful situation. This is a very bad financial situation, but this also kind of goes to show you that you should never do something like this again for anyone, right? Like, unless you are married to someone or is like your own kid, you should not be paying someone else's rent, period, end of story, right? Unless it's like a situation where you are in a financial place where you are healthy enough to go and do that for someone else. Right, because you know the whole saying when you like ride in a plane, and they say like, "Hey, before you go and do anything, you put the mask on first, then you go help someone. Even if it's your own kid, you put the mask on first before you go help someone. Because if you are taken out, if you you lose oxygen, you can't be of any help to anyone else. Right. So this is kind of like a situation where you might just have to eat it, work super hard." only like have ramen as nourishment right and basically just deal with all this nonsense right that's that's what i think is what's most likely going to happen in this situation but you never know so let's get into like more of the comments about like other people talking about this as well just to get their point of view maybe this person will end up talking a little bit more about their uh whole situation so Okay, so 
other people have covered some better opinions, so I'll go the other route. If this is your place and your, only your name is on it, have the locks changed, start looking for a new roommate. Explain the situation to the landlord. They may tell you they don't care, but they may help. Yeah, that's a good example. Let's keep going into the discussion. So most landlords would rather defer a payment or two over going through the headache and cost of evicting someone. Yeah. So if someone owes you the money, your option is to sue that person. I agree, right? Like you, no matter what, no matter what happens in this situation, you need to go sue this person. You need to like go through the legal process to go after them because they might not just do this to you. They might do this to anyone else for the rest of their lives unless they get punished for it. So this person says, also, I don't think that is how a chargeback works. She has to provide proof that you aren't cooperating if I am correct. So to, dis to dispute the claim in small claims, you would also need this info. So I would recommend you slash Kiki plus getting it together along with any records of conversations and bills. That's true. Number one, what app did you use? Two, was their name on the lease? If so, they can't just leave. And see, that's the thing that I was like saying, like you really got to, go over that lease agreement because that really determines as to really what you can or can't do. Yeah, do a police report ASAP. I agree. She doesn't seem to have the money to file a suit though. Dun, 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 dun. So if you've ever been in a similar position, you'd know that's not an option. I'm sorry to hear it up, but my advice is to budget out your food for a week or two, black beans, canteen, and rice, eggs, and toast. More so ramen and you'll survive make alternate housing or at least sleeping arrangement at least for a short term you might get evicted but if you do you have time explain to your landlord what's happening they might not provide any relief but at least they won't be surprised which might help i agree just be open and honest with your landlord so hopefully you can keep working pick up more shifts etc scratch out a few dollars keep grinding and try to separate the emotional betrayal of a friend from the black and white of paying the rent, bills, and expenses. It's hard, but keep the best attitude you can. You'll find light at the end of the tunnel. Call in your favors and don't let pride get in the way. You know, I completely agree with this person's statement, right? Like this is a this is a pretty good advice that this person said. This person also says, take this opportunity to learn a new hobby, exercise, or anything cheap or free you enjoy and get distracted by that. Podcasts are great. Keep grinding and ask for help. You'll rise above. Yep, yep, yeah. Okay, so this one says, I'm seeing a lot of advice about small claims court, relationship advice, and words of encouragement. What I'm not seeing are questions about how that $2,800 was paid to you and how it was reversed. On almost all payment platforms, once you initiate a transfer, there aren't a lot of ways to stop them. Call your bank, ask how the money was transferred, ACH, wire, Zelle, etc., and what the reason for the chargeback was. If she lied and said it was fraud, you might be able to contest it. At the very least, you can probably use records of the payment as an acknowledgement of her debt if, when, you submit a small claims suit. Yes, I would love to see her in front of a judge explain what happened with this $2,800 payment. I agree. PayPal has the chargeback option, so I bet that was it. I've used a currency exchange service that refuses to work with PayPal for exchanges over $300 because of this, and their customer service is also not responsive. A few weeks ago, 
They gave me two refunds for a flight ticket and I told my bank to refuse one. I tried to contact PayPal and they even said they would email me about it but never did. Yeah, I don't use PayPal. Let's see. Hold on. So this person says, I considered her one of my closest friends before this. Honestly, still doesn't feel 100% real that this happened. See, I feel really bad about this person's like relationship, but it's just done. Like Their relationship is 100% done from this. Let's see. Does the main person say anything else about this? Okay, so I'm the only one on the lease, unfortunately, and this is in Ohio. Okay, so yeah, this is what I was wondering. And so because of this, right, since she's the only one on the lease guess what she just has to deal with it right she has to go and find someone that is willing to pay the other part of her rent that's basically what's happening right and so she's going to have to basically live like a hermit almost or like live like a crazy person and just work non-stop like that's basically the situation that she's in now because the other person was on, was not on the lease, this individual, the main person that asked the stuff, they are solely responsible for this, right? In like a legal sense. So you can't really do anything else. So, I mean, feel free to give your thoughts. Feel free to submit your own stories or questions at 40inbox.com and just scroll down to do like a contact us thing to submit your own story. Uh, feel free to share this with someone who might want to listen to something like this but man like the betrayal of someone like like to be betrayed by someone you view as like one of your best friends who you lived with and they screw you over financially like and also just for like $2,800 right yet for some people $2,800 is like a lot of money right especially if you're in a situation where you're living like paycheck to paycheck but in the grand scheme of things, you burnt a bridge. You lost a friendship for $2,800, right? And that's like years of like a relationship just gone. Like that is so dirty. Like for someone to ever do something like that, like you're going to like betray the trust of someone that probably loved you and you loved them for $2,800, like, that's so wrong in so many different ways, but, uh, feel free to give your thoughts, feel free to submit your stuff, but, Jesus Christ, there's some just assholes out there. Hey, this podcast is sponsored by our personal finance courses, so if you have problems with mastering your money, and, you need help, go down below and learn how to master your money. And this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow. It is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation. And it's very straight to the point. And if you want to learn how to make money online, go down below as well. And we'll see you in future episodes.